0: So hydrogen is the lightest and most abundant chemical element in the universe. And it's having a real moment right now. Due to unprecedented political and business momentum, hydrogen is being touted globally as the missing piece in the puzzle towards obtaining net zero emissions by 2050, in line with the Paris Climate Agreement. But what does this mean for South Africa? Are we positioned to participate in the hydrogen revolution? I am Chris Yelland, Energy Analyst and Managing Director of EE Business Intelligence, and in this Investec Focus Radio podcast, I'm going to share with you the highlights of a recent webinar on renewable hydrogen and green power fuels that we hosted alongside the British High Commission to South Africa. Guests on the webinar included high-profile public and private sector leaders from South Africa and abroad that explored the policies business case, technologies, and opportunities for South Africa to utilize green hydrogen in the transportation, chemicals, cement, iron, and steel sectors. So first up, why is hydrogen getting so much attention? It comes down to the fact that green hydrogen, a versatile energy carrier, can decarbonize more sectors than other forms of renewables. Dr. Fernando de Cisternas, a green hydrogen lead at the World Bank in Washington, D.C., explains.
1: We are not on track to deliver climate change goals. And uh, even if uh, we've been doing a very good job deploying renewables over the last two decades to decarbonize the electric power sector, about 75 percent of the emissions are being produced by sectors outside of power. So we need deeper actions to decarbonize these other sectors.
0: It's a problem hydrogen can help solve, says South African Minister of Trade, Industry and Competition, Ibrahim Patel.
2: There is a growing international interest and momentum in green hydrogen for the production of clean energy. A key factor involves hydrogen's use in solving daunting decarbonization challenges and transforming high-emitting industries such as steel, cement, transport and petrochemicals towards cleaner production.
0: Hydrogen can also solve one of the key problems faced by renewable energy, and it can offer a sustainable power solution for a country like South Africa that has communities in remote locations, says the Sisterness.
1: It can mitigate the seasonal variability of renewables. This is one of the greatest challenges, uh, particularly when it comes to, to mitigating those long durations of time where the wind is not blowing. So green hydrogen could help Uh, increase that penetration of renewables. And finally, we think that it can provide reliable power in critical infrastructures and remote locations, like it could happen in telecommunication towers, remote hospitals, or, or remote schools.
0: South Africa, says Minister Patel, has the potential to take a leading role in the global hydrogen economy. And he has mandated the Industrial Development Corporation to help fast track the development of a viable and inclusive local green hydrogen economy.
2: South Africa's rich endowment of renewable resources for solar and wind and for biomass power generation, together with the fischer Tropsch, technological capabilities, our skills, and access to platinum resources, places the country at an advantage for developing the green hydrogen value chain and being a key supplier into the global hydrogen market.
0: Platinum is a key ingredient critical for the hydrogen economy, and South Africa has it in spades. In fact, we have more than 80% of the world's platinum reserves. Minister Patel explains why this could position South Africa as a key supplier into the global hydrogen market. The platinum group metals. PGMs are used
2: in the electrolysis needed to produce green hydrogen and as a fuel in hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicles. Our country has the potential to be an important player in this new space by exporting to countries that have limited renewable resources to produce hydrogen competitively. Our resource endowment has to be translated into a competitive advantage for value-added manufacturing that can contribute to job creation, investment, the export of hydrogen and value-added platinum-based fuel cells.
0: And it's not only hydrogen and platinum where we could become key exporters, says Sassel President and CEO Fleetwood Grobler The
3: projected cost competitiveness of South African green hydrogen creates new export opportunities focused on green products. The potential export opportunities include, for example, green steel, green ammonia, green hydrogen and sustainable aviation fuel, amongst others.
0: Green ammonia is a relatively new form of energy storage made by deriving hydrogen from water electrolysis powered by renewable energy. When burned, ammonia turns back into nitrogen and water without producing the CO2 emissions associated with fossil fuels. It's a form of green fuel that South Africa could capitalize on thanks to our plentiful wind and solar resources, says the World Bank's Desisterness.
1: Green ammonia is one of the key applications, uh, not just for fertilizers, but also in a number of other industries like like the production of of explosives. And and there are also applications in uh, the decarbonization of the maritime sector. This is particularly relevant in countries like South Africa with a deep sea port that can export that ammonia and use it as a fueling location for other cargo ships.
0: Exporting to other countries is certainly attractive from an economic point of view, but green hydrogen can also benefit South Africa locally when it comes to solving the pollution emissions of heavy-duty transportation. And if the number of trucks on our roads is anything to go by, this is a very interesting proposition, says Sasol's Hroble.
3: One of the focus areas for Sasol in South Africa is to provide a comprehensive and sustainable mobility solution. Hydrogen and electric vehicles with refueling and charging infrastructure form part of this sustainable future. Sasol believes hydrogen mobility is a real opportunity for the country to decarbonize the sectors of long-haul and heavy-duty transport, mining, and others.
0: Groble went on to announce a very exciting collaboration with Toyota to create hydrogen hubs or ecosystems a practical and affordable way to scale the deployment of hydrogen in the transportation sector.
3: Together with Toyota, we intend to develop a hydrogen mobility corridor and expand the demonstration to a pilot project using one of South Africa's main freight corridors, such as the N3 route between Durban and Johannesburg, for hydrogen-powered heavy-duty long-haul trucks. To initiate the project, we have commenced the sourcing of fuel cell electric trucks, In addition, we are evaluating the installation of a hydrogen refueling station for the demonstration project.
0: Toyota announced in 2015 that they will be progressing towards a carbon-neutral environment globally by 2050. One of the ways it plans to get there is through the development of fuel cell vehicles. I asked Andrew Kirby, CEO of Toyota South Africa, if he thinks fuel cell vehicles would suit South Africa's transport needs over, say, battery electric vehicles.
4: I want to make the point that often there's a comparison between battery electric vehicles and fuel cell vehicles, and they're really not in in competition. Uh, They can exist together in a mutually beneficial arrangement. But as the load of a vehicle increases and the range of the vehicle increases, fuel cells start to become a lot more interesting and battery electric vehicles become a lot more costly so purely from a cost of ownership point of view there is a tipping point and there is certainly an advantageous area for fuel cells when we look at uh, various modes of transport
0: green hydrogen powered fuel vehicles have a number of other distinct advantages over internal combustion engines hybrid and electric vehicles
4: green hydrogen and fuel cells really do create an ideal zero emission environment for us. And there are a number of interesting advantages. First of all, from a safety point of view, hydrogen is as safe as, as petrol and diesel. And it's, it's extremely reliable. They're less moving parts than ice engines. Hydrogen is more dense than, for example, uh, lithium batteries or liquid natural gas. Uh, we have significant range advantages. Refueling time is quick. Uh, hydrogen is obviously significantly lighter, and we don't have any of the disadvantages of pollution coming from, from mining. While Sassel and Toyota
0: are experimenting with fuel cell technology for heavy commercial vehicles, the market size for these is relatively small in South Africa. To reach a scalable solution, Kirby says that passenger vehicles could also be included in the mix.
4: What's also interesting is e hailing services, where they have Taxi services, for example, where they have distinct routes that are known routes. Uh, They really can't afford to spend too much time charging vehicles. They also become very interesting from a fuel cell point of view.
0: Kirby stressed that there is no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to green vehicles, and each country would need to find solutions to their unique circumstances. But are we jumping the gun? Just how prepared is South Africa to adopt this technology?
4: If we look at our readiness and we uh, just think about the maturity uh, or infancy of where we are, I think it's fairly, fairly clear that we have over 4,600 uh, internal combustion engine refueling stations, we've got the regulatory policy, we've got the access, to the, product. the costs are good, skills are there, and market growth is, is good. When it comes to hybrid, plug-in hybrid and battery electric vehicles, We have around 140 odd battery electric vehicle charging station, which is obviously extremely small, but we also have very little demand. While Bloomberg estimates that the cost of the water
0: splitting electrolyzers needed for the production of hydrogen has fallen by 40 percent between 2014 and 2019 in North America and Europe and still further in China, price is still a major barrier for the adoption of fuel cell technology.
4: The current price of hydrogen is around 300 rand a kilogram in South Africa and Japan has set a target of 52 rand 20 a kilogram but there's also been a joint European Union and South African investigation to say that the long-term price could be as low as 26 rand 50 per kilogram if that was achievable then the fuel cell vehicle could also achieve 23 cents per kilometer so this this becomes quite interesting when you then look at buses you can see the distinct advantage of buses or heavy trucks in the fuel cell area compared to a battery electric vehicle.
0: Minister Patel remains optimistic that the global push towards hydrogen will drive the costs down.
2: Now to unlock these opportunities, industry and government will need to tackle head on the relatively high cost of green hydrogen, the infrastructure and fuel cells uh, challenges. Global uptake driven by greenhouse uh, gas commitments and growing green finance options will in time unlock the required volumes and economies of scale to become economically viable.
0: Crucial to this scaling up of green hydrogen technology is the need for specialist skills, a challenge faced not only by developing, but also by developed countries, says the World Bank's desistedness.
1: It's important to highlight that uh, hydrogen is special and it requires special knowledge and capabilities to ensure the safe production, storage, transport, and use of this chemical. There's a shortage also of qualified engineers who can design, install, monitor, operate, and maintain these types of systems. Uh, This is a problem that is not exclusive to developing countries. It also happens in the context of the OECD and something that we need to work on very strongly if we want this technology to scale up in the future.
0: It's not just price and a lack of technical skills that could derail South Africa's hydrogen drive. There are various other factors that need to be in play to ensure a supportive ecosystem, explains Sassel's CEO. To accelerate the
3: potential for green hydrogen, I believe there are several key enablers we can and must work on together. South Africa needs a nationally coordinated hydrogen strategy with action plans and clear targets, leveraging its global trading partnerships to underpin potential offtake opportunities. We believe that hydrogen can be incorporated into an energy council to further progress, dialogue, government engagement, and collaboration. The country also requires regulatory frameworks and coordinated project approvals to activate the market and assist early projects. Standards and policies along the value chain that ensure safety and give certainty to stakeholders and investors are also required. Local and international partnerships can maximise value creation along the hydrogen value chain.
0: Toyota's Andrew Kirby adds that to reap the full benefit of the global hydrogen economy, we need to ensure that it works for South Africa on a local level, supporting local communities and ensuring sustainability.
4: Really importantly, and for today's discussion is the technology switch, because if we don't change the way we localise, Over time, the level of local content and, of course, the manufacturing value addition in South Africa is going to slowly reduce as the portion of new energy vehicles starts to increase. And so when it comes to a hydrogen environment, we need to look very critically at the technology, at how we can also look at localizing that technology so that we're not just import replacing. We need to think about how we generate that value right here. For everyone on the continent. Now, I term it the continent, not just Africa, but I think we do need to, to think about it from that perspective as well.
0: Looking further afield, the UK is ahead of the curve when it comes to the adoption of green hydrogen as a power source. On the webinar, British High Commissioner to South Africa, Mr Nigel Casey, outlined their ambitious goals. Our
2: Prime Minister sets out an ambition for the UK to generate up to five gigawatts of low carbon hydrogen production by 2030, with up to £500 million invested in a bid to create a new hydrogen neighbourhood by 2023, a whole hydrogen village by 2025, and indeed beyond that, a whole town running entirely on hydrogen.
0: While the byproduct of green hydrogen is water, making it most desirable from a climate change perspective, there is also blue hydrogen that is more cost effective to produce and captures and stores most of the carbon dioxide output. Richard North, who heads up the International Hydrogen Strategy Department for the British government, says that the UK will be colour agnostic when it comes to hydrogen, up until the green variant becomes more viable in 2030.
4: For the UK, we're really clear that we're pursuing a twin-track approach. So not blue hydrogen, not green hydrogen alone, but both. Frankly, we're quite agnostic on the colour production of hydrogen, so long as it is low carbon, because we're really clear that we need to have um, hydrogen fulfilling that role in getting us to net zero and being part of our clean energy transition. As far as we're concerned, so long as carbon emissions are kept low, we are open to blue hydrogen production as much as green, and so long as carbon is captured. But that's very much a sort of meantime approach. We are clear that green hydrogen will become the future. Um, Increasingly, costs for green hydrogen production will fall. Um,
0: We envisage that tipping point taking place at the moment around 2030. The UK model is based on a tight public-private partnership that Casey believes South Africa should emulate ahead of the upcoming United Nations Climate Change Conference COP26 in Scotland in November.
2: From our perspective, the the private sector is where a lot of the opportunity lies to support the realisation of greater ambition, and the private sector is well-placed to help shape a vision for a low-carbon future that South Africa can present, and in Glasgow, to the investment community, which is keen to put its money behind green solutions and sustainable growth.
0: Despite some seemingly insurmountable challenges, our webinar panelists' optimism about the potential for a thriving global hydrogen economy was palpable. For the World Bank's desistiveness, rapidly reducing technology costs are a very positive development. The
1: good news is that uh, electrolyzers and fuel cell solutions are cheaper today with uh, costs that have been declining strongly over the last 10 years. They are more efficient and they have longer commercial lifetimes. We have also seen a very rapid decline in renewable energy costs, increasing the potential for green hydrogen to be cost competitive with fossil fuel sources in certain geographies and applications, and to decarbonize these hard-to-abate sectors.
0: Minister Patel believes hydrogen could go a long way to solving our energy woes and providing an equitable energy transition.
2: Hydrogen could provide to us a just transition with the potential to decarbonize various industry value chains and provide security of energy supply, And it can also contribute towards the achievement of the Sustainable Development Goals.
0: While hydrogen currently only accounts for between 1 and 2% of global energy consumption, a Bloomberg report from 2020 predicts that it has the potential to meet up to 24% of the world's energy needs by 2050. In the face of the climate emergency, green hydrogen will play a vital role in helping the world to meet our carbon reduction targets by establishing a green alternative for processes in the industrial and transport sectors. It will also serve as a solution for the storage and transport of sustainable electricity to even the most far-flung corners of the globe. Thank you for listening to this Investec Focus Radio podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take the time to rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Visit focus.investec.com to watch the full webcast. The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendation. Investec Specialist Bank, a division of
2: Investec Bank Limited, is a registered credit provider.